So what I'm really interested in is finding out where people get their news information from about what's going on in the country, what's going on in the world. So tell me a little bit about that. Y'all use CNN? No. No, nope. I don't. I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> where do you go to get that information? See, for me, I got to be honest. I like an unbiased opinion, and most of those do actually come from, let's say, anonymous websites like 4chan and Reddit, where memes and stuff come from. Wait, 4chan is unbiased? Okay. Tell me a little bit about 4chan being unbiased. The media really sees 4chan as a bunch of Nazi hackers. It really isn't. A small section is a bit bad. But apart from that, it's just discussions. Like I, Whenever I'm on 4chan, I don't really see that bad of stuff. People always have discussions about things on here. Wait, like Cleveland, happens. so you're a black Muslim, but you like to go on 4chan? Yeah, I don't mind 4chan. Wait, wait. It's what does being a black it. Muslim have to do with not going it's, on 4chan? Yeah, man. To you. Like, a lot well, of it, I understand a lot of it's just like a form. Like, a lot of people talk about cars, video games. It's mostly innocent, but you can't ignore, like, that large glaring part where it's like... Explain a little bit about, you're talking, there's a section, obviously, that apparently, from what you're saying, there's a section, that either doesn't like Muslims, or... Is that what you're talking about? Tell me. There's a section on, on the internet everywhere where it's just that... It's loud like, minority. It's the same on Twitter where, like, that that loud minority gets to dictate everything. It's the same on 4chan where, like, that loud minority kind of gets this representation of the whole site. Because, yeah, most of the site is just, like, people trying to troll. But it's not this, like, racist, right-wing, organizational website that yeah, and the media tries to portray it as. That's what most people see 4chan as, like, a right-wing Nazi place when really it isn't. It's just, like, that loud minority well, that, that's exactly what I see it as, only because I've only seen You've only pieces seen of it. Pieces and bad news about it. And therein lies the whole difficulty with the Internet. I've seen a small piece, therefore it applies to the whole thing. That You're right. My idea of 4chan is completely just trolls that try to outdo each other in how outrageous can they be. Maybe that is 4chan. I gotta be honest, 4chan is a funny website because it is like a whole bunch of trolls Wait, and no. stories on there. I think what bothers me about what you're saying, not you, but what you're saying is that I can get on the internet and I can say anything, right? That's primarily how it is. Though there are some things that they can still track you for, but on the internet, mo like you have free speech there. You can openly have a discussion with somebody and not be targeted fully or personally for yourself. But see, I, I'm thinking I can say anything... Like, when y'all brought up Alex Jones when we were having our, a previous podcast, and I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Alex Jones is, is the guy who said the Sandy Hook shooting was all staged, nobody died, it was all just actors, and ended up getting sued by one of the parents of the, one of the students that got shot there and killed for saying that. But people believe it. People believe it because somebody said it. And that just makes me angry. So when you say stuff like, when you say 4chan, and I think anybody can go on there and say anything, and somebody's going to believe them, how can I trust that as a reliable source? Your kind of news does influence your way of thinking, and that ties back into 4chan where it's just kind of like this, this loop of like everyone regurgitating the same thing, but also happens in mainstream media, and I feel like it's mirroring each other, but they hate each other at the same time. You've, you've convinced me about 4chan. 
All right. And I understand that. Um, that, yeah, I am stereotyping it. All right. I, I got that part. Why don't people go to CNN? Why don't like people, people your age. Why do, why do you not go to a established news site? Well, it's kind of, you know, boring. See if but I'm going. Well, no, I think he has a point that when he says that it's boring. Yeah, all I see is just people just saying about the worldwide news, Trump, more Trump, political news. What I think is students my age in high school, they, they don't listen to what networks will say, but they'll listen to what celebrities will say. And I feel like a lot of the news that uh, people get my age come from the celebrities that are posting stuff on their Instagrams or their Snapchats about like, you know, remember the Amazon forest fire? Everyone just started getting on that because celebrities started promoting save the forest, stop the fires, you know. Which to me goes along with what he was saying about legitimate news sites being boring. Is it the fact that nobody will pay attention unless it's outrageous? Yeah, like yeah. on TV or on so like popular social media sites like Instagram or Snapchat. Well, piggybacking off of that, most websites or legitimate news channels like that don't seem to always be doing things that outrageous. Like a regular news site would be like, oh, well, this celebrity opened a car door when really something in the world could be blowing up at this one moment and nobody would know. Like, they don't report on the things that are necessary to report well, on. Well, that depends on the network, Yeah, though. it does depend on the network, though, because some do. Well, you said, both of y'all said when we were doing it um, about where you get your news, you said internet. Like, where on the internet are you getting your news from? Well, I don't get my news from the internet. I get my news from listening to podcasts or, I mean, I guess YouTube kind of counts. Like, I'll go, I'll be scrolling through YouTube and it'll show, like, uh, recent news and it'll show some stuff about like a Trump policy or something that went on in Congress, you know what I mean? So what what if you can think of it on YouTube, who's who's publishing this video? Uh it, it would usually be big networks like CNN or Fox on their YouTube channels. Uh I get mine from independent journalists. I also get my my information from YouTube, but if it's a major event and if I can see it's not biased completely, I'll watch CNN or Fox. Well, how do you determine if something is biased? If it's just facts. If it's not bashing an idea or person or thing, it's unbiased. Like, I feel like if it's just saying this happened today and the earthquake was 8.2 on the scale, like, I feel like that's actual news and that's major. But if it's just, oh, Trump did this today, it's unless it actually led to something major, it's just, it's not important. Well, I'll okay. tell you what is biased news and unbiased news biased news would be something that's opinionated or a developed story from a journalist that uh, like an ad they use an adjective to describe something like this is terrible this is horrible but unbiased would be like trenton said when you just use straight facts use quotes from what the actual person said you don't manipulate the quotes so that's the difference between biased and unbiased news as a journalist so you have to look for the Outrage words. Yes. And adjectives. Yeah, the clickbait words. Yeah, like going off that somebody, like a news article could say, oh, well, Trump passed this bill today and it's bad because it's like that would be biased news unless it's truly that bad because they'll just start bashing him right away. Really, an unbiased news would be, oh, well, 
Trump did this, and the reason was because of this. Okay, how do I describe this? I'm kind of the bill does this. Like it just explains the yeah, bill and why. Like it, it just explains the bill and what it did. Like it isn't like bashing the bill or anything. It's just saying, oh well, the bill did this, and that's why he did it. But isn't that boring? It would be boring, but <laughs> it's still news. Because it, that makes me think about what Jamel said that. If it's just a representation of facts, if it doesn't spark my emotional outrage, am I going to really pay attention to it? I personally don't agree with Jamal when he said that it's simply boring. It's just the way they present themselves and they represent the information they give. I don't think it's necessarily boring because anything can be boring if someone's perspective changes. I feel like it's just the way they represent information and data. Well, like I think students have a short attention span. Uh, really, all people have a short attention span. When you're just talking about a topic and you're not sparking any interest in it, then people are just going to immediately tune it out and not listen to it. But people like whenever people take a stand on something and they say this is good, this is bad because of this, because of that. For myself, if I go on one of those websites, I am going to be a little bored. Like how I was mentioning earlier, I do get most of my news from memes and all that. Because it tends to be more funnier and I can pay attention to those. When you say you get your news from memes, describe that. I mean, the general idea, when I think of a meme, I think it's a, it's a picture with text on it. And the picture kind of represents some aspect of the text that's there. Okay. Right? I know that the technical idea is an, a small chunk of an idea that spreads around. But internet meme, to me, is a graphic with text that kind of relate to each other that talk, could talk about anything. See, the way that I see a meme, I see it as kind of a personal joke with information in it. See, now, a political meme, if I see that, it'll be funny. I'll chuckle at it, but then I'll also know the information that's coming through that. But is not then a meme inherently biased? Because if the person is trying to make a joke, that means they're pointing out something about whatever they're talking about and trying to make a joke out of it. In my head, that means, well, the person's creating this is biased. I actually never thought of it that way. That, I actually never thought of that. Like what Trenton says that, you know, a straight news story presenting facts would not take a stand on making, you know, trying to make a joke or make it funny. Um, you were right about what you said about a meme being an idea that spreads from person to person within a culture. But yeah, memes through news stories are actually a really good source because it presents an uncensored piece of information that doesn't have to go through like news media. Like a news story about, let's say, Donald Trump invests $2 billion in the economy and then uh, like a left-wing media would try to spin it into a negative, like Trump invests $2 billion for the wall or something like that. It's just kind of uncensored. It's not really, it hasn't gone through a filtered process of distributed information. But with like a network like program like, like CNN or Fox News or something like that, that's gone through uh, several changes and several um, different edits to the story itself, and it has to go through an approval process with your supervisors, your producers, all that. But a meme, it's just from like, like let's say like you create a meme about, I don't know, Tiananmen Square and like how the Chinese government is censoring people or something like that. That's completely uncensored and it goes out to the internet and everyone can view it. And But like let's say if CNN does a report on Tiananmen Square, they're just going to talk about something, something China. I just wanted to add, I agree with Jacob where a media site, especially leftists, will, and right, it's not just left, will alter media because I remember that story of the, uh, the school students who went to a field trip and a lot of them wearing MAGA hats. And it just showed a clip of a Native American. 
beating a drum inside the boy's face and him just smiling. And all these celebrities and people on Twitter were just bashing the boy and just saying, oh, he's this, he's that. This is what Trump represents. But it came out that these boys were being harassed by black Muslims, I think. And then the Native American men came up in front of the boys when they tried backing away and like chanting and beating the drum in their face. And then you have all these people attacking a child, uh, maybe a teenager. I'm not sure of his age. But then you have Greta, Thurn- Greta Thunberg, Dunberg, who just came out recently and spoke about uh, global warming or climate change. And I feel like no one has really attacked her. But if you criticize her, everyone's saying, oh, wow, you're attacking a child or you're criticizing a child. How dare you? So you haven't seen the memes attacking her. I she you, got I, I don't heavily, really look at memes anymore. heavily attacked. I just, by, I feel like I don't follow meme culture anymore ever since like maybe a year ago. That's why I feel like memes are dead, essentially. But going back to the story you're talking about, the students with the MAGA hats and, and the Native American, did not the media correct itself? No. CNN did not apologize. No, no. I didn't say apologize. Did they not present as the story developed? Did not the media... No. Yeah, it did, because otherwise we wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known about that. the that fact that... It was independent... Uh, news media. CNN never talked about the issue again after more information came out. I, I, I have to disagree with you on this. And I think it's like the scientific method. You've, you, you do something and you discover something and it's good and you present it, but then other people test it, right, to see if it, if it really holds. And that's the way science works. And it should work that way. And in this case, the media put out what they saw at the start, but as the story developed the media went with the development. I don't want people just putting out on the internet anything that they think is true. I want I want the things that are true that people put out there tested and I want it, you know, revamped and revised as the story develops. Isn't that kind of what you just said though, that the big network did? They put it out without not really knowing what happened. Yeah. So that that's poor journalism. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I could see that if they had the whole story and only put out that one part. But I also think that a news organization will go with what they have to start with. For instance, here's an example going back to um, September 11th. When the first plane crashed and the, the media's putting out, okay, a plane crashed. They didn't know the whole story. And then as the story developed... They, they kind of worked with it, and they put out what they knew at the time. So I think that is an example of they put out what they knew at the time, but as the story developed and realized, well, the, that wasn't the complete story, then that story came out. And it may have been prompted by what you're talking about, the independent reporters, absolutely. But the story got tested and changed, and I think that's, that's the correct process for media. The difference, okay, so I wasn't alive for 9-11. I was not there to watch the broadcast, but I've seen broadcasts on YouTube about it. And from what I know, the difference between the 9-11 and this story is they were reporting live for 9-11. They were going with what they knew live. Yeah. But this story that you're talking about is a developed story where they could gather primary sources and secondary Mm -hmm. sources and develop the correct story by getting the correct information from multiple different people. You're right, and that's probably not a good comparison on my part to use 9-11 as just the first thing that came to my mind. Um, And you're right also that they should work to, and they did develop the story. 
I think what news organizations have to face is, well, we've got something that's happened. Do we want to spend all this time figuring out, or do we want to put out what we know now and then develop the story as it goes? I mean, you're absolutely right. Good journalism requires development. You don't just flash out there, you know, right away, unless it's, you know, a, an obviously significant event. event. Right. And, and Trent, I think you're right. There was, there was probably, in some sources, some bias towards that story there. I always say, like reality TV, as soon as you edit it, it's not reality TV anymore. Because you can edit anything to show a certain perspective there. Well, unfortunately, we've kind of got to wrap this up. I would like to continue this because I, I, I like everything that I'm hearing, and I think it's such an important topic for people. You seem to be completely on the right track in, in thinking about what's a biased story when you're talking about, yes, I got to present the facts. If you see the facts there, you know it's as, I won't say completely unbiased, but it's as opposed to somebody using the outrage words there. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. This is Jeff. This is Trenton. You miss every shot you don't take. This is Zach. This is Cleveland. This is Jamal. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you later.